2.8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. And um, thank you so much for being with us on SAFM Viewpoint. Uh, the focus is still on uh, Business on Wednesday feature. And right now, we're going to be celebrating entrepreneurs from low-income earning areas and the power of small enterprises to improve the lives of families and communities, especially in the challenging time of lockdown, was demonstrated when 21 small business owners from low-income areas of Greater Cape Town graduated virtually from the sponsored Small Business Academy program of the University of Stellenbosch Business School in December last year. And SBA head Dr. Mariki Thron Vipernal says it's widely accepted that small businesses are the engines of economic growth and employment and also offer a logical route out of poverty, but many don't make it past the first year because they lack business skills and they know how and they don't know how to access finances and markets. And uh, Dr. Mariki Thron Vipernar now joins us. She's head of the small business program at the University of Stellenbosch Business School. We also joined by Michelle Malakwa, who is a top student with the highest mark overall. Michelle and Dr. Mariki, a very good evening to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Nosha, and to your listeners. Just um, looking through the intro just gives me goosebumps on the wonderful work that you have been doing. Just give our listeners, how long has this Small Business Academy been running and what makes this program so impactful? Um, We have uh, the Small Business Academy has been running since 2013 Mm -hmm. in the Western Cape. So this was our eighth group of small business owners that received their certificates at the end of 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, The program is successful. You, You asked me why. I think I can think of three things. Um, Firstly, it is specifically designed to address the needs of the target group, namely existing small business owners in South Africa. We're not targeting startups. We are working with existing small businesses. So it's designed for them. First, uh, secondly, it is a very hands-on program where we have business training, which is blended with one-on-one mentorship by our MBA and other alumni of our business school. And that is a huge advantage. Mm. Then we also blend this with practical workshops as part of the of the program. So it's not just classroom training. Um, it is mixed with mentorship and workshops. And then thirdly, I think we've also learned a lot as a small business academy uh, during the eight uh, years. You don't do it right the first time around. Mm. You need to learn and adapt. Um, you need to see how to tackle the mentorship what students struggle with, etc. Wow, that's that's quite important. And I just want to get to Michelle. Michelle, a very good evening to you. Good evening, Nonsa, and thanks for having me on your show tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. So when did you start your business and uh, what offerings do you provide? Well, the business I started the business in 2018 
Mm. And um, our business offers uh, events and catering to the market. Mm. And how long have you been running it for? Oh, well, the business is now just over two years in age. Wow, that's great. Um, Dr. Mariki, you, you mentioned um, that the program also focuses on, you know, developing a business plan and, and mentorship. How critical are these two aspects in a business? In the success well, the of the business, business mm. plan, we think, is essential because it's needed when small business owners uh, want to apply for finance, for funding, and when they want to pitch, for example, to get a government tender. Mm. Many people, especially also in our Eastern Cape program, which I'll mention later, um, go for um, uh, government tenders. Therefore, they not only have to develop a business plan with all the required elements, but the students also have to prove to be able to present this business plan in front of a panel of academics and mentors and entrepreneurs. This way we can make sure that they can talk about their business and that they can answer questions about it. That's very important. You need to know your stuff Mm -hmm. um, uh, about the business. Then also mentorship, very important, because it's not only about transferring knowledge or sharing knowledge in the classroom, but these mentors um, share their own knowledge and experience uh, as um, um, uh, employees of uh, large businesses or entrepreneurs themselves. They can assist these small business owners with day-to-day issues and business decisions. Mm-hmm. So we've seen that uh, apart from the academic work and the business issues, mentors also get involved with students' personal development and they give guidance um, regarding this. So this is um, the hands-on, one-on-one mentorship that we're talking about. Mm. And I see a lot of the times, you know, when it comes to businesses, the focus seems to be on businesses that are in in, 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 in big towns or or in, in you know, high-income areas. But um, your, your focus has really been business owners from low-income areas of, of, for example, Greater Cape Town. Was this yes. intentional? Yes, absolutely. That was the intention from the beginning that, uh, you know, we, we are a business school and we think that we, uh, we thought at the time that we could make a, a contribution uh, in the area of our expertise, and that mm-hmm. is business education. So we hope uh, hoped to contribute in this regard. And it's not only a contribution to businesses of small business owners, but also, also to the lives of the people and the communities that they live in. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Michelle, just to get you in, um, just after the break, I'd like you just, just to tell our listeners how this program has impacted your life as an entrepreneur as well as your business. So we'll talk about that after the break. SMS SAFM now on 41391. The Viewpoint on SAFM, Monday to Thursday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. The Viewpoint on SAFM. 
And uh, thank you so much for staying with us. We're celebrating entrepreneurs from low-income earning areas, and we are talking about the Small Business Academy program of the University of Stellenbosch Business School. And the head of that program, Dr. Mariki Thron Webinar, joins us, as well as Michelle Malokwa, who is the top student with the highest overall mark in that program for 2020. Ladies, thank you so much for staying with us. Thank you, Nosha. Michelle, as I was asking you during um, just before the break, how has this program impacted you as an entrepreneur and, and the way you run your business? Well, Nosha, this program has added a lot of value to my life and to my business. Um, when I started the business, I knew how to do events, but I never knew I, I lacked so much um, in my business. And when I joined the SBA program in the beginning of 2020, I knew this was going to be a year of great opportunity for me. The program has changed my life um, because I didn't know how to do like financial projections. Mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't know how to use social media and turn my followers into clients. Mm. And especially with the business essentials also, that has taught me so much about my long-term, my short-term, and my my medium-term goals. And then also, what I've also learned is how to do a marketing plan from scratch. There are, there's, there's just a few that I can mention, but there is so much. This program has truly changed the way that I look at my business. Mm. And, and I must say, it has enriched my life in so many ways. And and have you seen a difference in your business, like in terms of a turnover, or is it no. too soon to tell? Um, I've seen a difference because what's happening now is people have seen my um, newspaper articles, and now they they are coming to me wanting to do business with me. People are congratulating me on the street in the shopping malls. Mm. So yeah, and um, obviously these people are now turning into clients. Um, yeah, and I send out calls regularly now on a daily basis where I used to do like five to six quotes a day. I now get so much um, feedback from clients because of this award that I've received. That That is just uh, so amazing to hear. Um, Dr. Mariki, I mean, the issue of, of entrepreneurs and, and supporting small businesses is really one that has been um, neglected in our country, I must say. What role do these small businesses really play in our economy? Well, as you've started, um, a huge role, and I think it will continue to grow, the, the role that they play. But the the trick would be to how to keep uh, these businesses sustainable, yeah. how to how to let them grow so that they can, of course, employ more people, and it can benefit uh, the communities. That is the trick. So I think there are many people in the space um, uh, with development of uh, small businesses. I think we play a small part. Mm. Um, we have a specific space that we try to fill. And um, what what we try to do is what Michelle just mentioned, and that is to to keep these small business owners in our ecosystem mm. at the at the business school. An ecosystem of of sponsors in the first place, 
because this program cannot run without a corporate and government sponsorship. We have both. Yes. And um, uh, also our mentors, our alumni of the business school, they're very interested in the work of a small business academy. And in this way, we, we create a network with our small business um, owners, not only this year, but the past eight years. Mm. So uh, it grows all the time. So we try to keep everybody in this ecosystem. And I think this also helps. We have a program running for, for alumni of the SBO so that they can come back and we, they, can, they have uh, opportunities for continuous development. You know, uh, uh, what I love, Dr. Mariki, is that a student not, not only leaves with, with a certificate, but also leaves with this wealth of knowledge. And as you said, networking um, uh, opportunities as well. I think that's quite uh, wonderful and exciting. Now, some of our listeners may be listening and saying, I want to be part of, of, of this program. What is the criteria and when is the next intake? Okay, we have uh, three programs. Mm. The one is the Western Cape, where Michelle is. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the Eastern Cape program with headquarters in Alawal North. That is the one sponsored by the Joe Garby District Municipality. And then we also have one next year starting in Stellenbosch. So they can apply for, for any one of the, of the three. The criteria, people must have matric. Um, we must know that they can handle the, a certain level of material. And then they must have been in business for at least uh, two years. Mm-hmm. So no startups with existing businesses. Those are the criteria. And on top of that, we will we'll do a small uh, aptitude test to see um, uh, the current knowledge and also to match uh, our students with the right mentor. So we do uh, the test for that reason. Mm, and, and when is the next intake? The next intake, they start uh, from February onwards. Mm-hmm. So the first one would be in Stellenbosch, the second one uh, in Stellenbosch in February. Mm-hmm. Then we have in March, uh, we start with the Western Cape program, and in April, we start with the Eastern Cape program. Um, uh, you asked me about the contact number. Mm-hmm. I'm going to with... give you one uh, cell phone number. People can ask Lynette, mm-hmm. phone Lynette, on 084-514-2328. Uh, may I repeat? Yes. Uh, 084-514-2328. She will be able to, to give them all the details and forward an application form, make the necessary arrangements. And, and, and how many people are you able to, to, to accommodate um, per intake? Per group, mm-hmm. per group, we will be able to accommodate 40 people. Okay. So it the- was a bit difficult with the online learning last year, mm-hmm. but I must say people adapted wonderfully. Remarkable um, that we had so many uh, good results. That is absolutely amazing. Um, all the best with uh, the work that you've been doing. So encouraging. And Michelle, congratulations to you for being the top student and all the best with your business. Thank you, Nomsa. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks.
Goodbye. That's, that's uh, Dr. Mariki Thronvipinar, head of that small business program at the University of Stellenbosch Business School. And we were also joined by Michelle Malokwa, who was uh, the top student last year uh, on that program as well, saying that her just the way she runs her business uh, has uh, remarkably changed. So make sure that you are part of the next intake if you are also interested in running your business and making your business a success. It sounds quite um, interesting indeed. So earlier on in the show, in the first hour, we were talking about the supply chain management and uh, just a report, a survey rather, that came out and uh, just how the SCM sector is, is its role in corruption and also how it can help in tackling corruption. A lot of you have sent in voice notes that we couldn't play earlier, so we're going to play them right now. Good evening, guys. Um, I'd like to remain anonymous. Uh, I work at a local municipality uh, in the housing department, and I would have noticed is that um, uh, the people who have been applying for or who had applied for housing back in 1999 haven't even gotten their houses. Instead, these houses are being rolled out to some of my colleagues who work within the department, um, purely because, um, you know, who knows who, and because of money that's involved within that process uh, of, of corruption. And um, I'm, I'm even afraid to report this. Uh, I don't, I'm not even sure who I should report this to, I'm a junior. And quite frankly, I am afraid of the consequences. I don't think that there is, uh, there's any glory in being a whistleblower. I mean, for instance, you can look at what's happening with Julian Assange. So, yeah, thank you. Even in reverse, Bishop Magwana from Lawahomes on F. Look, uh, the issue of people saying no, politicians pressurize executives, they have no choice, they'll be fired, don't get lied to. In South Africa, we are filled with bourgeoisies. These bourgeoisies are the ones who are killing our economy, they are the ones who are corrupt. The problem is our government system is very wrong. It has been designed wrongly so. You see, politicians take friends, distant relatives, cousins, and other people and put them at the demand section, supply and demand section, which you call procurement. Those people, they are sitting there as bourgeoisies. They are waiting for the command of those politicians. No executive who has been employed legally so, without any favor, can take any nonsense from a politician, I can promise you that it is only the bourgeoisie. Uh, I, I just want to understand about the word corruption, uh, because all the spheres of politics, starting from the national to up to the local government, uh, we are embarking ourselves uh, or founding ourselves in a situation that dies and, and killing our, our communities and people. Look at the Department of Education. Look at the PPEs in hospitals. Look at the issue in the country's economy. And there are syndicate crimes that are done by politicians, and there is nothing that is done to them. What are the punishments for them who are doing these crimes? Thank you. Wrapping up the show there with your thoughts. Thank you so much for your participation. Thank you to Lesehoe Mangwanyana. Thank you to Kanya Bonani and Phineas Ndoba as well. And thank you to, to Benny, who is will also uh, be producing the next show, which is coming up at 10 o'clock, Late Night Conversations with Patricia and Dooley. Such an awesome team that I've worked with today as well. Do join us again tomorrow, same time. For now, it's book reading. Then you'll have your daily 
soapy, but make sure that you stay awake for late night conversations with Patricia and Dooley from me. Sweet dreams.